Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Yes. Uh, you know, I've been wanting to do more radio, believe it or not. I, so I do two hours in the evening, and people who listen to the show know it's about 40 minutes of total talk time with all the mm-hmm. stopping for weather and traffic and right. whatnot. Uh, but being able to do a radio show that really focuses on Georgia news, there are so many relevant stories that don't get li- mentioned around the state because all of it's nationally syndicated radio. So with Georgia being a big swing state in 2020, why not do a show for Georgia stations on Georgia politics? And, and Georgia I, I, the, the number I was given was 17 stations, I think. Uh, I, 17 to 21, wow. I think. Uh, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll definitely start on at least five. And, wow. and some have to get out of contracts right. with pre-existing shows to be able to put us on. Well, good luck with this, and we're happy to have it here. Again, we'll start Monday uh, immediately after this show, 10 until noon, here on WGAU. All right, let you, you, you toss the phrase out there, as good a place as any to start. Georgia, a swing state. i got to tell you, and, and I believe it when I see it, we've yeah. never in my lifetime, or anybody's lifetime, had two-party politics in Georgia. The Democrats forever until Republicans, starting in about the year 2000. Uh, and, okay, Stacey Abrams comes close, and we flip a congressional seat, and suddenly we're off to the races while we're purple, trending blue. <sighs> I got to see it to believe it. I'm actually there with you. The Democrats are certainly going to tweet, treat it as a swing state and pour resources into the state. But if you look at the turnout in 2018, Democrats turn out at a presidential level, Republicans turn out at a midterm level. If they both turn out at a presidential level, the advantage is to the Republicans. It'll be nice to see Democrats pouring resources into the state, uh, knowing they're going to be depriving other states that will be closer of those resources. But they're going to treat it that way. The, the bigger story will be the state legislative races because there are 15 state legislative races where Democrats are making strong inroads and Republicans only hold them by two or three points, they're definitely going to make a play. Some of those impact the Athens area. Houston Gaines, for example, is a seat targeted by the Democrats. There are a number in the Atlanta area. Uh, Being able to give coverage to those races and those around the state and the other news in the state is something that I think would be beneficial across it. You have the situation in Savannah where the mayor excluded the media from (laughs) from meetings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being able to talk about that, it it otherwise wouldn't get, get coverage. Being able to talk about that with a statewide audience will be useful, I think. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Eric Erickson, again, in his new show, going to start Monday here. I, I should have gotten this note. What do you call the show? What's the name of the show? The It'll Eric just Eric- be the Eric Erickson Show, mm-hmm. I guess. Good <laughs> enough. Uh, branding being what it is. Uh, you mentioned the, the, the demand here. I mean, these stations wouldn't be signing on if they didn't see the demand for it. Uh, every day is another report of another newspaper that's facing struggles right. and people being laid off. Radio stations, TV stations. Uh, everybody's being spread more thin now. Uh, from your perspective, and you have a national perspective as well as an Atlanta and a state perspective, it seems like we have so many people who are aggregating news and so very few people actually reporting it. We do. And it, to some degree, you've got with the death of newspapers around the nation, local radio and local TV are stepping up to a degree, seeing their rating shares increase in terms of where people get their media from. But there is a lot more aggregation. The problem with aggregation is when you have fewer people who are actually writing the news, it's more likely that bias will creep in. So how do you weed out the bias? Uh, having more voices out there really looking at the news and, and reaching out to people and building the news and the stories. Tell me about this resurgent gathering you had over the weekend. The governor was there. The 
vice president was there. What is this? So every year, I when I used to run redstate.com and now the resurgent, I've had a conference where I used to invite politicians to give speeches, got tired of hearing the same speech all the time. So now everyone comes, with the exception of the vice president this time, they sit down, they have a 30-minute conversation, did two governors, three senators, four congressmen, the deputy secretary of commerce, and the vice president all coming. Uh, we'll do it again. You know, I, I really thought this was going to be my last one. And then when the conference ended, a man came up to me in a suit, introduced himself as the president's political director and said, so we're going to have the president next year. Well, oh, my goodness. I, I guess I can't get out of doing this conference now. Well, well, let, let time out here, because I remember the Red State Conference at which President Trump famously right. was uninvited. Uninvited, yes. Yeah. Well, his team has reached out and would like for him to come back. I, I told him I would be supporting him next year, uh, even with my reservations about him. Uh, they're, they're all on board. The vice president coming this year, I think, was a big signal that next year, that I can't think they kind of think it'll make news if I do this in Atlanta and invite the president, having uninvited him in Atlanta in But you know, Eric Erickson, it kind of circles back to where we started here. Uh, if they were taking Georgia for granted, they'd take you for granted. Yeah, I think they would. They're, they're taking everything very seriously. They understand in 2018 a lot of national groups committed to do the ground game in the suburbs in Georgia. They didn't. Look what happened. So they're definitely pouring resources into the state right now. Yeah, I say this about 2020 in terms of Senator David Perdue, and there are already a couple of announced Democrats, and maybe we'll get a few more in there. I, I say this about Senator David Perdue. I, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters who the Democrat is. It could be me. I don't think it matters who the Democrat is. I don't know that it even matters about David Perdue. I think it's all about Donald Trump. Oh, if Donald so. Trump wins Georgia, if Donald Trump carries Georgia, David Perdue gets another six years in the Senate. If he doesn't, then then David Perdue and a lot of Republicans are in trouble. Right, very much so. Although if you go back to 2016, you can see it was a lot of actually the Senate candidates who had the coattails to pull the president across mm. uh, instead of the, the reverse. David Perdue has also benefited by a Democratic Party. That is, he and I were talking privately before he came on stage on Saturday. They're running so far to the left, they're going to tip the stage over like Guam. Yeah, isn't that something? I, I, we, I said this the other day. We have for years. We on the right have for years looked at, at Democrats and those guys are socialist. Well, now they really are. <laughs> right. I mean, and they, they I mean, yes. it's not that they it's not that some of them weren't, but now they advertise it. Yes. They're being very open with it, and I, I think they've decided that they can, they're pretty sure they're going to win because people don't like Donald Trump. They've got mm. it in their head, so they can be very honest with where they are, so then they can claim to have a mandate based on that honesty, as opposed to, no, actually, people are just rejecting Donald Trump. I think that actually hurts them in 2020. They're kind of taking their win for granted. Got to talk, Eric Erickson, got to talk about what everybody's talking about uh, these last few days, uh, Dayton and El Paso, and, and guns and President Trump and white nationalism and racism is all kind of talking tossed into the same pot and stirred. Where are you on all this? I think that we need to do a better job of finding these alienated young men who are being radicalized online in the same way we try to find young jihadists who are being radicalized online. It's a real thing. I think na white nationalism has entered an environment where they feel comfortable. By the way, define it for me. I'm white. I, I love right. my country. I place my nationalism is placing well, my see, country ahead of somebody else's. I'm a white nationalist. This is a problem. There is a, a guy on Meet the Press this weekend said if you use the term illegal immigrant, you're a white nationalist. Right. This is why we're not going to be able to solve the problem right. because people on the left have so internalized everything that they can't have an honest conversation. They've got to push everything to the margins. Uh, white nationalism is a belief that you, by being white, are superior to everyone else, and your country is more superior, and that a country that is all white and superior is the dominant force. 
that's wrong. Uh, there mm-hmm. should be n- no distinction between race. And yes, the United States is a better country than anywhere else on earth. That's why people are trying to get in here as opposed to anywhere else. At the same time, uh, we do have forces within this country that are taking the president's statements and amplifying them in ways and twisting them that are wrong on the left as well. And the president uh, is not doing a lot to mitigate that. Yeah. See, I think this president, to some degree, is very old school in that he knows there are people out there who support him, who believe these things. He doesn't want to alienate any voters. He, he's going to have to alienate these people. He's going to have to. In fact, if you look at this shooting, you look at the shooting in Los Angeles and some of the others, all of these people who identify as white nationalists all hate the president because they say he's not doing enough to fix the and problem. And here's the problem with the left. They think anybody who, who votes for Donald Trump is in that right. category. Very yes. few of us are. And the fact is they're trying to alienate us and otherize Republicans mm-hmm. who support the president in the way they accuse the Republicans of otherizing illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They want us to feel alone, marginalized, and be quiet. And I do think that the polling is yet again off in that it's underrepresenting people who support the president as a result of this pressure on the, on the left. Yeah, about a minute left, a uh, minute and a half here, Eric Erickson. His new show going to start 10 o'clock here, 9 o'clock on these other stations around the state, but 10 o'clock here uh, Monday morning on WGAU statewide, focusing on Georgia issues, Georgia politics, obviously election year next year. What else are you looking at? What's on the radar? You know, I, I think election is one of the, the big things, but also good governance. As you have situations with local media folding around the state, you have local officials in the state who feel very emboldened to try to get away with things while no one's looking. So being able to highlight those from around the state and, and make these big. The David Ralston situation, for example, that the Republicans are having to grapple with, there there isn't a lot of coverage of that statewide because of the media. But also, mm-hmm. it's not that we will only talk about Georgia stuff, but there's a lot of national news that impacts us at sure. the Georgia level. The budget, the, the emergency fund for cleanup, the port issue, uh, talking about all these national issues from a Georgia perspective, being able to bring on newsmakers from around the country and the state to talk about these issues I, as well. I, I almost used a word here, a big and deep Rolodex. Hello, kids. Ask your parents about a Rolodex. <laughs> you you know a lot of folks. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I, I do happen to know a lot of people being able to bring them on. The vice president wants to come on. The governor <laughs> wants to come on, being able to talk about them, about the state of play. But, again, but also, I would hope at some point, uh, just to, and I'm sure you're on the same page here, it's not just the governor. It's not just the vice president. Oh, I don't know. It's the mayor in right. Dublin or wherever. Yes, yeah. if there's a big story that impacts Dublin, Georgia, or, or I mean, Vidalia, Georgia, mm-hmm. it, it needs statewide exposure. We're all in this community together. All right, Eric Erickson, well, listen for this. It'll start, uh, as we say, 10 o'clock uh, next Monday morning. Sorry, Brian Kilmeade. I love me some Brian Kilmeade show, and there are other ways to access Brian Kilmeade, but Eric Erickson uh, will take that slot 10 till noon starting Monday of next week. Uh, Eric Erickson, thanks for rolling in here this morning, all the way up from Macon to get Thanks very much. Just a few brief moments with us. We'll look forward to the show starting on Monday. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.